Hoş geldiniz. Welcome. Hello. Merhaba. Willkommen. Ah. The Drinkor Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by carrots. Carrots are orange, strong, phallic, and reliable like people aren't. I eat carrots and I can honestly say I've had a hundred percent positive experience of eating carrots throughout my life in many different situations. Doctors recommend eating carrots. Some as many, some doctors say as many as, as little as three carrots a week is necessary for a, um, for, for, for life, for living, continuing to live. Don't believe them. They are paid off. They are paid off. They're, they're, they're being paid by McDonald's, Burger King, and other fast food change, chains. Often more than the employees of said fast food chains. You should be eating carrots all the time for every meal. Um, and I suggest that you do whatever it takes now to go out and find yourself a carrot um, and eat, eat a carrot along with this podcast. Uh, another good thing you can do with carrots is um, pull them out at unexpected moments and give a big old crunch, perhaps in an awkward silence or in the middle of a conversation that you've grown tired of or in the theatre or at a funeral or while sitting in a fountain in a public place. But the potential uh, uses of carrot is really only, carrots are, is only limited by your, your imagination. But do be careful when inserting carrots into part of you, um, including your mouth. Uh, don't choke on carrots. Don't um, use unclean carrots up your bum or in your vagina or in fact in anywhere really clean clean your carrots if there's something you're going to learn today from this podcast it will be clean your carrots and then eat them so i hope that um you feel happy that this podcast has been supported by carrots and you can rest easy knowing that it will continue to be produced every week thanks to the large injection of a, of, a, of a lump sum of money um, kindly donated by, by carrots to us in exchange for uh, that, that small carrot promotion there. Now as much as it might seem very like this is a very prepared state of affairs, this is once again another podcast with not really any prepared affairs at all. This is actually a, a, a rather hungover podcast. I've only just about got enough words to, 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 to form sentences um, and thoughts um, and then put, putting the thoughts into sentences. It's really, that's the order. Forming the thoughts, creating the sentences, speaking the sentences, all of these uh, skills just about coming back to me at um, quarter past 11 on the Sunday evening. So... We might have a slightly manic um, episode this Sunday, but it's par for the course. It's, it's more or less 
what uh, you might expect, I think. We're going to try and... I've got a list of things that have been in my sphere in the last recent times. So we're going to sort of just you know, glance down at the page and say, like, oh, let's talk about that. Maybe we won't use the page or the list at all. Maybe we'll just um, continue to talk. Uh, I feel like that manic energy is, is rising now. I feel like this is a good start to the podcast. Uh, we're listening to co- the sounds of Contiki and their EP, uh, Zucchini Weather. That's what's going on in the background here. After last week, I quite enjoyed having a, a full soundtrack of an album underneath. And it gave, it gave, that, it gave that energy which um, I'm quite excited about and it reflects my own excitement about life at the moment I had a bath today managed to feel excited in the bath about life and got lots of ideas about what I want to do and it was a very successful bath Um, the rest of the day um, I've done very little uh, apart from hangovering Um, so I was thinking again as we've talked many times on this podcast about doing nothing how is it it's actually quite a struggle right to be to be uh, doing nothing it requires that you accept that everything's okay even though you're not being productive or fulfilling some sense of uh, sense of obligations that we put ourselves under all the time and we are encouraged to by society I've decided to just open spear what better way to end a hangover day than another beer I was thinking I used to believe when I first encountered with mental health problems not my own someone I was close to I was of the belief I was of the believing, I was tending to believe that you could choose to be happy and it was a sort of obligation to yourself to really try hard to be happy and be okay and I've, after that experience with mental health and after learning much more about mental health in the intervening years, I know that it's not and that's, that's a pretty harsh attitude um, to say to someone just you need to make yourself happy there are so many factors external outside of our control that make us unhappy and we live like I said in a very high pressured world society uh, thing so it's not surprising that people find it difficult to be happy but I've been reflecting on it again in these days and I think I still hold a similar belief but now it's a kind of call to arms it's a uh, like Audrey Lord uh, said that self-care is um, is war is a kind of warfare I think that was that's the quote um, let's let's find out let's find out Audrey Lord, that's um, not how you spell Lord. Self care, warfare. Let's get it right, you know. Let's take, not taking no prisoners. 
Caring for myself is not self-indulgence, it is self-preservation that is an act of political warfare. And another quote, actually by Audrey Lord, which um, came into my life uh, last week, is uh, from a um, really wonderful book that I'm reading called Don't Touch My Hair by Emma Dabiri, and it's about African hair and its political and social and cultural significance uh, in the context of like decolonization and uh, how it's changed across diasporas and how it could be used now to achieve something uh, exciting. And um, Emma Dabiri touches on Audrey Lord and some other feminists a few times during the book and I've explained very, um, excuse me, concisely um, the, the struggles that we are undergoing as, as members of the society. For example, how, um, how capitalism has turned time into a commodity. So we feel like uh, um, capitalism has repurposed time with the accumulation of capital as the central aim. Anything that disrupts the maximization of profit becomes subversive. So this is like there's there's a um, there's a what they called um, there's a nap church I think it's called the nap ministry. That's it. Rest as resistance. So it's uh, someone has this theatre project, and um, I think they hold um, nap workshops. Uh, so this person is, uh, I'm not going to be able to find it uh, now. Uh, maybe there was a really, rest is a form of resistance because it disrupts and pushes back against capitalism and white supremacy. So she does workshops, this, uh, I can, uh, the nap ministry you can find online, and this person calls themselves the nap bishop, and they hold these nap parties where everyone comes together and has a bit of sleep. And um, the idea, as, as it says, like resistance or restistance, if you like, um, is a radical act because we are we are taught that time is money, and money is time. Um, and the second Audrey Lord quote I wanted to bring up was, um, uh, we have to. Oh, it's a different one. Anyway, we have to consciously study how to be tender with each other until it becomes a habit because what was native has been stolen from us, the love of black women for each other. So I think this is this is obviously specifically calling to black women, but I think this definitely applies to almost almost all humans living under this capitalism, living in this society, in this quote-unquote civilization, because what has been stolen from us is our natural tendency to be nice to each other, our kind of latent ability just to be and be good. And in terms of self-care and, and being restful, you know, like we we are just not naturally very tender with ourselves. We are you are much more likely to be encountering in your like day-to-day life with people who who are harsh on themselves rather than easy on themselves it's very rare that I tell people you should pull your socks up and like fucking 
get on, you know, push yourself more, it's much more common that I tell people, whoa there Pickle, you're pushing yourself so much and you're being quite harsh on yourself, like, don't, don't worry so much, and advice I've gotten has more often been that rather than been, pull your socks up. I have done some sock pulling up, and many people have, and that's a good thing. But we are much more chronically inclined to put pressure on ourselves than to uh, let ourselves get away with stuff. This is different to like actually acting and not acting. Like, I still think we can all be provoked into more action, but um, the, that doesn't necessarily entail putting pressure on ourselves, you know? So, yeah, I'm not sure what this podcast is. We talked a lot about this podcast and what it means as it goes. And I've been listening to lots of different podcasts since, uh, like, especially since um, deciding or, or considering making my own. Uh, and I do think that we, we have tried to do something quite different at, with, with the drawing together we try and make something which resembles a conversation much more than um, any other podcast that I've listened to, with the possible exception of the Blind Boy podcast. And I genuinely feel like you're a friend. You are, you are a singular, nebulous, abstract friend, and I'm just kind of enjoying to chat to you. I think this is reflected, especially in these last two weeks, by just, yeah, yeah I feel like I should chat to you before the end of the week, We've got some nice music on, I wanted to share that with you, and I'm not going to worry so much about creating a topic, but rather actually just creating a conversation. I do consider this, as I've said many times, a work of art, but I think it can be more subversive and, and interruptive of our capitalistic pressures by not being too... Um, controlled or too edited or too planned there's a certain vitality to doing it this way and a certain a certain intimacy a certain creation or um, projection of trust you know it's it's in in on one on one side it could seem quite arrogant of me to assume that uh, you're going to want to listen to my rambles and you, you are you are a friend and you just want to hear me chat shit that's that's kind of arrogant to assume that but if I in the other hand like if I put that out there if I say that I'm trusting you to enjoy this hopefully you feel that land somewhere on you and you do get a sense of enjoying just chatting like a friend listening to your mate drawing core talking bollocks if we can like smudge the time that you spend listening to this until it's not really something productive and neither is it something <clears throat> Shay. specific it can be something more experiential perhaps maybe you can just receive an emotion of this Maybe this is a nice thing also to having this music in the background because naturally I'm listening to it at the same time as you so my, my emotions are following the music and what I'm saying is 
going along with the music like, just naturally. So, we have a more, um, how would you say, something that connects more experience, ex the experience of the emotions involved, rather than something a bit more prepared, a bit more constructive and artificial. There's some more directness here, and immediate intimacy. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps this, this is what we can aspire to be together. Having said all that, what I'm quite excited about and what I thought I might talk about a little bit this episode is how I love to be inspired by works of art. So uh, one of the most exciting pieces of art that I've, I've encountered lots of exciting pieces of art, I'm quite hungry for it these days, but one of the most exciting recent pieces of art that I encountered with was the horror film Midsummer. And the reason, one of the reasons I love this so much is because, yes, last night, three of us, me and two friends, had a good 20 minute, 30 minute discussion about this film in the middle of a party, very animated and very passionate and all sorts of uh, disagreements and ideas and, hmm, okay, yeah, maybe, like, oh yeah, what about this? And, and this is a good couple of weeks after having watched it. And that kind of inspired inspiration from art that thing where art pushes you out of the art and back into the real world with something new in your head where it kind of continues to have life beyond itself this is why i like to do these poetry film reviews which we did i think in episode an older episode i don't know which episode we talked about dead man and i shared a poetry film review the reason I'm passionate about these poetry film reviews is because if I've made a piece of art responding to a film, then that film as a piece of art has extended its life, created, had, it's given birth, if you will, to a new life, or it's been reincarnated in another form. So, Midsummer, highly recommended. Maybe we talk about it more later. I would definitely be excited to give it a second watch. And um, yeah, quite a lot to, to talk about in it. But my my um, my selling point would be like it's about toxic masculinity and about what the consequences of that will be if we, as a society, and those of us who have who identify with masculinity in any way, don't sort our shit out. The consequences are gonna be fucked up. They're gonna be fucked up. Bad things are gonna go down. People won't stand for that shit much longer. That's what I think the film is about. Um, that was a that was a, that was a, that was a far longer pause than. Uh, there was an unnecessarily long pause. I did consider it. I think maybe one day we'll have a podcast of of silence as a little poke to be like, see how much time you can just spend doing nothing with this podcast, guiding you in an unguided, non-meditation type thing. Maybe, maybe that's a bit stupid idea. Um. Anyway, um. 
that that being said about this inspi inspirational art like um, I watched sex education today series on Netflix very 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 good um, comedy drama uh, about teenagers and their uh, in the second series particularly their their adult counterparts parents and teachers and all this um, that just got me like I cried several times today watching this this series too I was a little bit fragile today admittedly but that piece of art was very much that immediate emotional intimacy I was just feeling along with those characters and I don't have so much to say or share about it I don't have a poetry film review to make about it I don't have a half an hour discussion to have with my friends about it so that's I'm trying to not limit myself to being like this is what I think art should be like and I'm trying to like we talked about Susan Sontag's style and content and her ideas about this I'm trying to find my own way of understanding how these two things are equally important um, and not yeah, not limiting what art I like or produce by just sticking to one thing so it's like trying to smudge it like this podcast we're trying to smudge like the style of a conversation and the content of like well how where's the realness where's the real emotion emotional experience of that conversation and what is it pushing us towards it's very meta like I'm, I'm being very meta with this podcast as in we're talking mainly about what it means to do a podcast don't know if that's interesting to anybody else but I have had lots of uh, a fair few positive feedbacks in the last week or two so this is this is encourages me to just continue talking this bollocks after 20 minutes and not really landing anywhere or following anything but going here and there I feel like it does have a substantial connectivity or potential connectivity uh, judging by what people have said so I hope that that's what it is for you and I do would really like to hear more I would like to know like what you want this podcast to be or like what you if you've got any crazy or not so crazy ideas just to kind of throw them at the podcast and I'll probably just for the for the sake of like you know continuing the art and like making it roll on like this this is something else I was thinking is that even like events that are happening in our lives they're, they're sort of they're sort of texts so they're sort of pieces of art in themselves so yesterday was Burns Night I wrote a poem for a Burns Night celebration that um, I, we held here at our house with quite a lot of people and I didn't know much about Burns Night it's um, a night of celebration of uh, uh, Rab Rabbi Burns and whenever I hear the name of uh, Rabbi Burns um, I think of Eddie Izzard's joke, which is um, the poet, the, the, the national, the national treasure of Scotland, uh, the poet uh, known in Scotland as Rabbi Burns. No, to Scottish people as Rabbi Rabbi Burns, to English people as Robbie Burns, and to Jewish people as Rabbi Burns. The Burns Night is a slightly nationalistic affair, where. Um, just kind of yeah celebrate all things Scottish which is a little bit yeah. but um, essentially it's, it's a tribute to a poet so uh, and the other thing is that um, 
these nights they used to be have been notoriously all male piss-ups that kind of thing so not really there are things about it which I'm not that keen on but we celebrated it as a big group of people many of whom I didn't know a little community in order to come together in like a cold month of the year and after here there's been an election which we were all very disappointed with the result even if not surprised so it's not a bit of a shitty time and it's a perfect time to come together and be you know forming and maintaining our communities um, of mutual support in such time and any excuse to do it is obviously fine but um, supporting doing, doing it in the name of poetry is invigorating I think because well I'm not going to make a defense of art here now in this podcast but I believe that you know there's a power in art and a power in poetry that can reach to lots of people doesn't really have to be so into it just a little bit inspired and I read a poem read a couple of poems um, one I'd written for Burns Night and I talked in it about um, I, I can I think I will put it online and I'll link to it in this podcast description but I don't want to read it on this podcast because it's not it, it, it was of its it was of that it was, it was read, meant to be read at dinner last night and it will be fine on, on paper but it's not for podcast really it's just not I talked about how we are kind of reclaiming the tradition and it's really interesting how this idea of non-linear time can simply be what we're taking from the past and we're living it again in the present and we're changing it because it's no longer where it was but it's now and you don't, we're not precious about these things so we take we change the bits that we don't like I, I, my poem went in the space that would have been the toast, toast to the lasses where you would make light jokes about women and not really keen on that particularly um, so we, we upped it to something a bit more in line with our politics and in, in line with our fucking lives so I like so this 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 act of um, coming together for burns night I could very much see it in the same way I see a piece of art like how it how we can how it, how the event played with what's gone before and bringing in something new and take like our own like individual spins on it and what that kind of says how, how what that what that is is a reflection of the fucking world outside of us the world outside of that event so I, I did a I did read um, a poem that was not about Burns Night as well last night called The Plight of Arnold um, and The Plight of Arnold is actually a long time project um, uh, I have many chapters of The Plight of Arnold and I read last night the epilogue of the book which uh, the plight, yeah, which is not the fictional book called The Plight of Arnold that I've written this is the epilogue of it so it's the, f- the closing Yanni and it was very interesting that that kind of I, I, I chose I was a little bit drunk didn't choose that hard I was just like yeah this is the one to read didn't think about too much just did it and afterwards I was kind of struck by what I chose there because I think that it's been a project that I've wanted to take up again or finish in some way but hadn't been able to and I read what is sort of the end of the story 
And now, today, sitting in my bath, getting inspired and excited, I felt like I know what the next step in that is, and that's to write the kind of post-plight of Arnold story. What happens when the book, that book is finished? And continuing the way it's written, where he's written about a character called Arnold, but in the end of the plight of Arnold, he's writing his own story, so then the next thing is, well, he's actually written the plight of Arnold himself, or the plight of Arnold 2 is his life post-book. Post-plight of Arnold, plight. And by doing that, I afford myself a lot of room to, again, go like meta with it and comment on the act of producing a work of art, like writing a book and what the fuck that means. Yeah. Just, just an interesting sort of note there. I don't really have much more to say about it than that. I said that I would kind of try and include the creative processes that are going on for me in this podcast, so I guess that's partly what I'm doing by talking about the plight of Arnold. I hold on a fucking second now, I'm gonna I'm gonna just uh, get something. Don't go anywhere. felt compelled to uh, smoke a cigarette. I know, I know it's bad for me. Um, I know that having a whole day of hangover should um, teach me the ills of smoking and drinking too much quite acutely, but um, I feel this manic energy. I feel this impetus to be creating and doing and there's the reason this podcast is still going at um, midnight on fucking Sunday despite not really having enough time to prepare it in another way and just trusting in the patience and support of you um, I mean fucking like if you, if you didn't, enjoy, I mean I'm sure if you didn't enjoy it up to this point you would have turned it off by now and you wouldn't be hearing this I mean, the question really that I would be asking with um, this new plight of Arnold is like, what's the fucking point in making any kind of art? Not as a defense, like I said, I'm not going to defend art as a thing, but making this podcast is um, not going to achieve tangible, real world benefits along the lines that I would like to see in the world like a socialist anarchist uh, political society is not going to spring forth from the fertile ground of the drawing core podcast probably I don't even know where to start in those kind of things I don't really know how to act in the world that's going to bring about those sort of changes except by doing it on a very small scale which I've always championed for want of a better word When you um, surround yourself with people who think a little bit like that, like I do, like in this sort of socialist or anarchist um, worldview, which is completely not matching the world which most of us, mo- mo- mostly I've lived in, 
you encounter a lot of the time with people who are, give themselves a hard time and put that pressure on themselves because they're not achieving some sort of tangible change. And my advice to those people has long been you're doing something positive just by believing in something positive and sharing it with people over a conversation by acting with compassion and love whatever to people in your small circles just in your family or in your friends like we create the world we want to live in just by being a certain way rather than necessarily always acting to build it again I don't want to discourage people from action I think we can push ourselves to act more but I do want to discourage us from feeling shitty about our lack of agency because I think that just as time is commodified to be maximum maximum productivity we are pressured to be maximally maximally productive and we, 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 we our agency of to, to affect real political change is systematically or tacitly removed by the society we live in generally we are, we are taught to be good consumers and little else So what I'm saying is it's no surprise that we might feel, have this question of what, what good is it we're actually doing. I don't have a, a, a way of wrapping that up really, except that I hope creating a space where it's just a conversation, where we value this experience, this emotional experience of immediate intimacy. I hope that sits with you and it feels like something valuable. And I encourage those inspired conversations from Drawing Core. That would make me so happy, is if something stuck with you in one episode and it caused you to have a conversation with someone else later. And I would encourage you to let that happen. I feel like it doesn't take a lot of effort to have that inspiration if you're really engaging with something so see where it takes you see how you can repurpose whatever the fuck I'm doing here and make it something that feels good for you I hope that makes some kind of sense I hope that's I'm saying something with that and it's not just all empty words but that's for you to deal with and for me to continually question we're coming to the end of the Comtiki album in a few seconds, so I'm glad I could share that entire EP with you. And I'm going to close with a new song I found, which I think is just fucking amazing, um, that I discovered a couple of days ago. It's called The Self Checkout Rhythm by Ben Safdonk. So take care of yourselves, be compassionate to yourselves, be compassionate to other people. Opiorum Sizi. Um, and have a lovely week and we'll see what comes up for the drawing next time Hadi bye bye Club card accepted
unexpected item in backing, 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 Please take your change. Forget your change. Club card accepted. dispensed below the scanner. Please don't forget your change, especially notes. Unexpected item in backing, 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 Please take your change. Forget your change. Accepted.